Coming up next on the Jeff Crilly Show, you're going to meet an amazing singer, songwriter, and performing artist, and you're going to learn about her nonprofit in which she passes it on to the next generation. Her journey just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Crilly, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. Well, I've always admired people who play instruments. I, I struggled in school. I tried to learn the guitar. I tried to learn violin. I never got good. Uh, and I really admire the people, especially those who are performing at an elite level. One of those people is Jess Garland. She's a singer, songwriter, recording, and performing artist. She's my friend, and she's <laughs> in the studio. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for inviting me in, Jeff. Awesome. <laughs> well, I, I'm fascinated to learn where your talent came from. Do you think it's something that you inherited, or is it something that you just discipline yourself to? I think it's a little bit of both. I grew up with both of my grandmothers having a piano in their home, and I think a lot of um, the new generation just, just didn't grow up that way. So one grandmother had a piano in her home. Uh, my great-grandfather played piano, and uh, my grandmother, she sang and grew up in church, and she had an organ in her home, and so I was always getting home nerves, just kind of pushing all the buttons and stuff. So that was my first introduction to, to music. And then later on, um, was inspired to, I wanted to play the saxophone, but my parents told me to start on a clarinet first. And so that's the, the clarinet was my first uh, discipline to, to music. Piano was the first introduction, sure. but clarinet was my first uh, discipline. And you're best known for your work with strings. We're gonna play something. This is a song that um, has become a big hit for you. It's called Glow. Yes. Let's go ahead and roll a clip. <laughs> Thank you. 
absolutely <laughs> be beautiful. I could listen to it all day. Um, Jess, you. I'm fascinated by your process. So do you hear the lyrics first or do you hear the song? So I do this process called the morning pages from Julia Cameron's The Artist's Way. It's called the morning pages where you just kind of get up in the morning and just write three full pages, just getting out whatever is on your mind. And it kind of just um, opens up just a space for creativity. So I write poetry and I've been writing poetry since I would say probably high school. And um, I just get all my thoughts out first. And when I'm performing, when I'm practicing music, a lot of times I'm just kind of improvising and just doing what my spirit calls me to do. And sometimes the words and the music go together and sometimes they don't. Yeah. Um, but that was kind of the process for, for GLOW, that, this song, most and, of my music. And I love the word GLOW. GLOW is such a powerful word, isn't it? It is. <laughs> <laughs> It just so happens you're doing a little glowing right yeah, now. Yeah, I am. <laughs> so so uh, you were telling me that um, you have uh, a program that you work through the city of Dallas. Explain that. Yeah, so um, I've been officially a city artist since 2017, where I refused, re received my first grant as an individual artist. Um, I forget the name of the program at that time, um, but now I have created the nonprofit called Swan Strings, which uh, we created in 2019. And now I'm officially a city artist. I've, I've been a city artist for a while, but officially now through the Community Artist Program, where if you're having a free event in Dallas, you can request me on the City of Dallas website and the City of Dallas will pay for my performance. So that's called a Community Artist Program with the City of Dallas. Yeah, and if you're curious, just go to YouTube and put in Jess Garland's name because she's got dozens and dozens of videos out there. Some of them she created, some of them were created about her. I found one that I want to roll right now. All right, tell us about the harp because it's such a it's a beautiful <laughs> instrument. Is it hard to learn to play? For me, my background is in classical guitar, and so I um, so the story how I started playing the harp. I've always been interested. You know, a lot of people kind of dream of having a grand piano in their home, and I mentioned earlier that I grew up with pianos being in my both of grandparents' home. But one of my grandmothers, she would always say she wanted a grand a pedal harp in our home. So that was kind of my first thought of the harp. But here in Dallas, I was attending um, an event at an organic farm and there was a woman there playing the harp and she um, invited me to sit down and play, which I thought was odd, <laughs> but I did. And it felt immediately natural. I just applied all of my classical guitar skills 
And um, I've been playing harp since then. It's been about, over about 10 years now. Wow, it yeah. looks heavy. Do you have to have help? Um, it, help <laughs> is nice, but I usually don't like people to touch my stuff. <laughs> right. It's like, if you're not gonna pay for it, just don't touch it. <laughs> That's funny. Well, she has a heart for public service and for giving back. So I, I we've got some pictures of a nonprofit that you started called Swan Strings. Yes. And I wanna show some pictures and, and tell us uh, how this idea came to you. So it actually came to me when I was teaching at a nonprofit called La Rondalia in Oak Cliff. And um, I kind of saw that they needed some additional help. And one of the first grants, oh, y'all went way back. <laughs> <laughs> one of the first grants that I received was as an individual artist to help uh, La Rondalia. And for whatever reason, they weren't able to, to accept that funding. And um, I wasn't going to give the money back to the city of Dallas. So I was like, okay, I guess I'm starting my own program now. And I had to, within less than a month, find my own space, my own guitar students and my own guitars. And go. I started a GoFundMe account because normally with some um, project funding or city of Dallas funding, you don't get it until the pro project has been completed. And so I went straight to Facebook and I was like, I know everybody's got a dusty guitar in their garage that they're not using because a lot of people, you know, want to yeah. learn how to play the guitar. So I received a lot of donations that way. I started a GoFundMe, even GoFundMe matched that donation. And, um, and I was able to start my program from there in 2017 as an individual artist. And then I saw the need as I continued to do it and then officially became a 501c3 in 2019. Wow, tell me about the power of music. Um, some of the children who come through your program might be underserved, right? Yeah. These, so uh, how does it, it, it impact those young lives? I would say that it is about um, creative expression and having a safe place to be able to communicate how you feel about something. Um, music is um, is very powerful, you know, not the program is not about raising young musicians. That is a part of it, but it's more so about um, um, creative expression and getting to know more about yourself. It's a, learning a music instrument is a discipline. And I even tell adults that I teach as well too, that you, some things, it's almost like a therapy session. I'm not a licensed therapist at all, but some things are gonna come up when you're learning an instrument. You know, you'll think about, um, is, is, are you willing to give up easily? Or are you willing to kind of continue to work on yes. something? So you get to learn so much about yourself by learning uh, this discipline. And I bet you see a lot of um, self-confidence grow through Absolutely. your programs. Absolutely, I have students that will come in and will not communicate at all, but they will still show up to class. And eventually it's just like, Miss Jess, and they're talking to me all the time. So I definitely see a lot of growth in my students um, through the program. Okay. Absolutely. What is there one student who kind of stands out in your mind? Uh, I know you've you've probably helped dozens and dozens of students over the years, but is there one that really touches your heart? Oh my gosh, that's extremely hard. I've like served over 300 children. No kidding. <laughs> and um, and over hundreds of hours of free music education. So that's really difficult. You can't, you can't choose. <laughs> They're all <one>. my children. <laughs> But I do have a couple of students that have been more consistent and have been around for years. Like um, I have a student named Abraham who I know from the Lyra and Dahlia program where he started as a guitar student and then later on wanted to learn the harp as well too. And so he's been a long time student. Um, I literally have watched him grow up from throughout several years. Um, Bryce is another student that is a, primarily a guitar student, but he's getting into um, composing and doing a lot of improvising and things like that. I've inspired him, I guess, to, to start looping. Um, my practice when I'm performing is a lot of um, harp loops and guitar loops and I sing along with that. And so he's been inspired to, um, to create his own music through a, a loop pedal. 
Sure. Okay, so for in the final couple minutes, I want you to talk to the parent out there who has a, a young person in their life and talk to them about, about the power of music to, to heal a young person, give a, a young person drive and determination to do something special. Learning music or performing music is um, humanizing. You get to learn. Um, um, you get to learn a lot about yourself. You get to learn a lot about the person, and it's such a humanizing experience. Um, just you know, as a black woman in music, I, you know, there's just a lot of long history of dehumanizing our place, just within America and within music in general. But when black people started performing, they got a chance to really see who we are a little bit more, and then they commodified it on it later. But anyway. <laughs> The point is you get to learn and humanize. It's a humanizing experience. You get to learn more about yourself and your child as well, too. And you should take lessons as well, too. Absolutely. It's never too late to learn. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, you absolutely glow. Thank you for sharing your amazing story <laughs> with my viewers. We're going to end with her website, which is JessStrings.com. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Jeff. That's it for now. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you next time.